Hello and welcome back to another episode of Tea Row Time with T. Shay Mang. On today's episode, we, of course, are going to talk about one of the cards from the tarot, but I also have some news. And real quick, basically, I just kind of want to share some insight I've been having lately, some thoughts, some things that have occurred, because obviously there is a shift happening. There is a shift as we are now finishing and wrapping up Mercury's post-shadow period, Mercury retrograde, like fucking slapped, but also we had an eclipse in like the mist of that, and I can say for myself that I personally have definitely, things have changed since the last time I have spoken that I shared an episode. This particular episode, for whatever reason, was taking a bit longer than expected to do, and not even because of my schedule. Um, even when like I was ready to record it, I was actually going to record this episode, and I had intended on recording this episode on the day of what was just like the end of this past eclipse season so the full moon in scorpio i believe that happened in just this like you know now past tourist season and for whatever reason i know part of it was because i had just did like my own full moon reading like personally before that and i knew that like i was already going to be putting a lot of energy into it pulling a lot like I was preparing and I had prepared for what that was going to be and then by the time I was ready to record this episode I was just like depleted and I knew like barely a minute in um or barely even two minutes in like I think I probably was about to start like introducing the card and it's like meanings and I knew that for me at that time it was just like something is not right I need to go rest and I need to come back to this I need to come back to this when I'm ready and quite frankly I've been thinking quite a lot about this podcast as a whole um this has definitely been a fun outlet for me to express myself spiritually but also just personally and for those who have been listening either from the jump or just jumping on now thank you for joining me in this tea time and this tea real time it's been very great to do this for like the past few months and it's definitely been like wow you know I definitely got to see like where and how far the depths of my creativity can go especially when it comes to spirituality but I do want to say and I'm not going to officially say that this is the end of the podcast if that's what you're thinking I have been really just thinking for myself whether or not and really just trying to prioritize and shift the prioritization of a lot of things in my life right now because I am, you know, if you follow me on my, on my social media, I am planning on moving. And I am planning on, you know, obviously a big change and a chapter happening in my life. Like, I'm also in the midst of a lot of endings right now. Like, school is just now out. Like, the studios that I've been teaching at for the past year, I'm wrapping those up. I already have, like my like summer work planned out and stuff so as of right now I am in the midst of preparing and going through endings to while still preparing for these new beginnings and new chapters and new shifts and moves that are happening right so I feel as though for myself in regards to the podcast I still want to get this one episode out I still have more things within the podcast I would like to cover so there are still more episodes I would like to cover but I am kind of just 
shifting where what needs what for me right now at this time so I definitely just want to give this podcast like the closure it may need now whether if this will be the last episode for ever or even just for a little bit and then some you know what I mean so I am just in the midst of all that to be quite honest with you if you hear like music or some type of like sound in the background that is because I'm literally playing like a chakra healing um thing on YouTube like one of those long videos on YouTube that goes on for like 10 hours so I've just been playing that lately because I've also been dealing with a lot physically to the point where I'm currently in PT and I have had and realized that I have some stored trauma in my body that I definitely need to and I'm slowly taking the steps to releasing like no cap like just about two three hours ago I just like laid in my bed in a butterfly position but like squeezing my feet and my ankles together um because apparently women we carry a lot of trauma um stored into our hips so I very much was like oh I need to like that needs to go that needs to get I need to get rid of that real quick so that being said um I literally like had to release whatever trauma was stored there and it was good it was amazing there's still more I know I have to like go through in order to release so while I'm in the midst of kind of like listening to my body taking care of my body but also recalibrating re-strengthening and also releasing trauma from the body I'm also peeping and seeing what else and what other areas in my life need shifting as well so for those who have been waiting on a new episode for I believe it's probably been like a month or two now thank you so much for waiting once again if you're new here welcome and with that being said this episode is going to be about the card the tarot card of the hermit so for those who once again follow me on social media but also like you know have seen me so I would say and I'm kind of already like story time like before I even give you the card definitions but this past Lent um so or Passover this past Lent I decided to give up particularly the social media apps of Facebook and Instagram I decided to kind of detox from them by only appearing on them on Tuesdays um because of hashtag TCMA Tuesdays <laughs> but also because of the fact that I knew that like for whatever reason I would like go and check on those apps a lot and for me it was just like why am I on this app that like I don't even really need to be on so for me I definitely just like wanted to like detox myself and kind of like finally take the social media hiatus that like I've been needing like I don't think I would ever really need a hiatus from Tumblr or TikTok or Twitter you know and I say those ones particularly because like I kind of can control my will to kind of be on them or not like Tumblr ain't as popping as it used to be but everybody definitely went back to Tumblr when Elon Musk like fucking bought Twitter and now that he apparently has given Twitter to another CEO like he was like I'm done being in charge because I don't fucking like me type shit whatever so yeah I can say for those other apps I don't really be on them unless I'm given a notification to just like okay let me check this one or two notifications I've been getting and then kind of like call a day like I don't spend hours mindlessly scrolling on them and they don't really stress me out as well um or at least not as much as instagram and facebook 
do you know what i mean now for tiktok i will say like sometimes i'll cope and like sometimes i'll kind of cope by just like mindlessly scrolling on tiktok and if i have to like yes i have to like okay i gotta take a break you know what i mean and i'm not gonna cap i've been doing that a lot lately and so i'm kind of catching myself and you know but i feel like i have a lot more control over those apps than i do the others so my reason and thing especially when it came to facebook and instagram or more so to say what i'm trying to say is so when i was not on instagram and facebook girl i felt so at peace and i kind of let it be known that like hey if you're trying to contact me through facebook or instagram i'm not gonna respond to you unless this is one day of the week you know what i mean like and i'm not gonna cap like even as time went like i kind of slowly started to break down from it but i think that kind of came with a lot more control of hey like i don't really need to be on this app and i really controlled like how often i would be on it like i would say for facebook like i don't have my notifications on on facebook at all and that was one thing and one thing i realized when it came to the apps like at first it was like deleting them and kind of like having no notifications on my laptop for them and then you know re like downloading them or just going through them like on my computer on the day of and stuff and then sometimes like i would actually like go on maybe like the evening before and just kind of like see or catch up and stuff and everything or catch up midway through and stuff so yes i'm not gonna cap i did kind of break you know my own like thing or whatever but once again i think at the end of the day there's still some control over how much control these social media apps have on me and how much time i really do spend on them you know what i mean because the biggest thing that i kind of emphasize to people if you want to check in on me if you need to hit me up for something if you and by all means if you have my number even if you have my email contact me that way contact me those ways and we can definitely have a conversation and keep it going i can definitely say that there was probably like two friends that genuinely like hit me up in the midst of that entire Lent season because I think they were well aware and knew that like yeah no like I saw that you were not going to be on social media like that you know so and that like I appreciate because once again I was taking that time and consideration to be like you know I don't really want to be on here and I don't need to be and if you really fuck with me or ride with me like that and you happen to have my like contact information you are more than welcome to hit me up and check in but i'm not checking to see who's gonna fucking check in you know what i mean because sometimes and the thing is especially in social media these days when we know who's watching our shit we know who's liking our shit we know like who sees our shit it's just like one of those things to kind of be like i don't want to care about that i don't want to even really need to know all that you know because it just kind of gets people so subconscious and you know the way that people like oh my god they watched my story but they didn't you know and i can say for at least myself sometimes i just pass through people's stories i really do unless i genuinely like at least on instagram like like it or whatever like i am not paying attention to your story because i mean if i really want to react or say something i will you know but sometimes i mindlessly am just scrolling mindlessly just tapping because i i i literally am disconnecting and disassociating from social media while i'm on it especially instagram and facebook so i think because those were apps particularly for me where honestly i was not really that 111 present on 
it was just like it made sense to kind of be like let me stay off this for a bit because it's those apps in particularly where people paint a perception of what they want their lives to look like or what they want people to see particularly and for me I was just kind of like not really in the mood to deal with that energetically speaking I was just kind of like I don't really feel like I necessarily need to continue seeing that in others and I kind of don't want that to be reflected upon myself because I will also say like even on the days when I was online on those particular apps I pretty much would post like things that have happened like I got to teach at a workshop I had like stuff premiering like you know like I like you know I was sharing like artwork I was sharing concert photography like like I had things to share and truly it wasn't like I was trying to paint a perception it was just like oh no like these are cool things that happen to me like over the week over time and I'm in a place where I'm ready to share them truthfully truthfully and one thing I will say that I like about Instagram especially and that I've been utilizing a lot is like scheduling my post which makes it all so much easier for my business to just go ahead and have posts be ready to be posted and then I don't have to like worry about it like I don't have to worry about trying to post on a certain day I can just go ahead and create that post and let it be you know because sometimes like if I have something sitting in the draw for a long time I will forget about it and I know it's not just me right so I say that because for me, I think that even the reason why I particularly wanted to detox from Instagram and Facebook was because I particularly been wanting to move in silence. I, I, I've been wanting to and have actually been moving in silence pretty much for this last year. Um, but even so longer than that for the past few months. So in regards to the hermit... If you have your phone with you at this very moment, you're going to look up the hermit card. If you are just listening and you can't use your hands right now, that is totally fine. Because, of course, I will literally describe it. So, the hermit card has a man perceived as a man a person in a cloak with a long stick holding a lantern looks as if they're trudging about snow some some type of white white colored plane and you know the background is blue and the hermit card is number nine in the major arcana which means the hermit card itself is also associated with the sign of Virgo. Also, the month of September is upright meaning. Basically means that it is someone that is alone. Someone that is on their own journey. Someone that is pretty much on their own self-discovery. Even with their lantern can be seen as someone potentially as a light worker someone or something that is to bring light into the situation all right that can be described as its upright meaning now its reversal meaning can definitely mean isolation basically like the snappy hermit crab you know, like, you're snappy towards anyone that come your way. Like, you're socially awkward. Like, you're, like, antisocial, basically. It could also insinuate that you are hiding something. You're, like, trying to be discreet and whatnot. But whatever has to come into light, whatever's in the shadow has to come into light. Period. Ah, period. Uh, pretty much, like, dishonesty and betrayal as well. 
Now, in regards to solitude, there is some peace in solitude, okay? Just listen to Billie Holiday's song, In My Solitude. A bop, right? A bop. But, however, there can be something sinister with it if the isolation becomes addicting, really. And I can say for myself, because I've definitely been hermiting so hard these past few months and I think one the reason kind of is was because ever since Lent and kind of like once again stepping away from social media it really was kind of like peeping and seeing like who really gonna fuck me outside of this app (laughs) you know like it was kind of a test it was kind of experiment to see like who really gonna fuck me like outside this shit you know what I mean and stuff so in regards of like that the positivity of what solitude can do for a person is just one realign a person back to themselves make someone just you know really find peace within ourselves as i mentioned self-discovery self-reflection awareness reassuredness and i would say that ever since literally I think it was, I was like junior in high school I think ever since the 11th grade I kind of started to and unfortunately at that time because I was kind of put into an isolation with um broken up friendships and just where I was at in that life and just feeling so down on my luck and so like at the bottom of where I wanted to be type shit I really, for myself, can say I was looking and starting to really want to be content with myself. I don't believe I was ever afraid of being alone, being by myself. I mean, literally, like, I... What, I can't never say that if I'm bored I'm bored when I'm by myself like I don't know about the rest of y'all but like me however I've I've enjoyed spending time with myself and I can say that like when I started saying out loud to myself at that time that I wanted to be content with myself that is where I felt so much comfort in my own personal solitude that it didn't matter if a person you know was it didn't matter if I had a company or not me personally now flashback flash forward you know 10 years later right I can say right now like I am still so content with myself but I still try to find moments to have to myself because I work in many jobs careers and passions that work with other people and there's nothing wrong with working with other people but I have to super say for myself that it is within my accordion nature that I like to spend time with myself that I need that space to myself that I need that time reserved to myself like I can say for a fact like earlier this week I was like, oh, I am looking forward to this one day where, like, I am not going to do anything. I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm not really going to talk to people outside my home. Because personally, I have been dealing with people for months, for an entire school year, for an entire season. And literally, like... This month is like the height of all of that. It's at the peak of all that. So personally, I was just like, oh, I can't wait for these things to end so I can just come back to myself. And like not to say that in such a negative way and stuff and everything. 
but once again it really just comes with I am sharing and spending so much of my energy to and with other people to the point of just like literally every morning before I go out I would sage myself and call back my power and energy however leaving what any however leaving any energy that may have left like a positive impact or inspired someone I allow that to stay with that person whoever that person may be but I call back my energy and power to myself as well as release any energy that does not belong to me that is not supposed to you know inspire me that does not impact me positively I personally am just like yeah nar nar I gotta cleanse myself because one has to one has to right so I can say for myself that's what I love and I look forward to in regards to my own solitude no solitude like I said she's sexy but she can be scary she can be addicting so what I say to that and how isolating how hermiting can be so addicting going on a hiatus can be so addicting right and you know and I, and, and you know because like sure when someone goes away get, you, you, you miss them right but then sometimes you have to kind of go about the decision if said person or said thing has been on a hiatus forever and has not returned or whatever and stuff and everything and whatnot. It's one of those things like, dang, I think I'm have to, I'm, I have to move on. I think I have to move forward. Granted, I just watched like the newest episode of Riverdale tonight and literally like one of the characters had to like leave. Not even had to. Like he left because he got tired of waiting and that is completely valid that is completely valid because here's the thing we do not have to wait for anybody nobody should have to wait for anybody and that is completely valid you know but if we don't check in if we don't take part if we don't associate we don't socialize if we literally don't participate in life itself or in relationships with people and whatever literally we could be missing out on a lot of things and truly people could stop missing us and decide to move on and move forward and you can't blame that happening right all right i also just got a download and the reversal of hermiting really is ghosting now let me tell you something about ghosting real quick i'm not gonna cap i've had to ghost a lot of people i've had to literally like duck and cover and just like scurry under the rock like through the underground railroad of like having to ghost people like I had to high flight under the radar to like not have someone like no shit that's going on with me in some cases it is valid and I will say for myself in some cases it is valid when you understand and realize that some people's own communication or comprehension of communication is just not going to be at the level of maturity to where they can handle serious conversations or a confrontation of hey i need you to respect my boundaries and if you can't even do that then there is no relationship between us there is nothing left between us that can stand anymore because this foundation of whatever this relationship is cannot stand if you are not willing to meet me where I'm at and vice versa so 
what I say in regards to ghosting in regards of isolating oneself. Let me let me cover let me cover isolating oneself first and then I can cover ghosting. It is okay to definitely take the necessary time to yourself, but once again, there has to be some type of willing to participate in life itself, willing to experience life itself, willing to understand and once again, at the end of the day, if one wants to hermit because they're like, oh, I don't want to fuck with y'all or, oh, this ain't it. But like, you know, I know these aliens are like, hmm, I don't know about this. And then they alienate themselves from society. I don't blame them. That's that's what the hermit is. The hermit sometimes has to alienate itself. Because sometimes the hermit has its own capacity to what it can deal with. What it wants to deal with. What it can handle. Energetically speaking. Socially speaking. There's been this pin. I believe on TikTok. I've been seeing. Like where you can like. Like slide the scale of like a social battery. And I'm like. I need that at one point. I want that. Because truly. Truly. I would do it even for my dance classes. And be like. Oh Mr. Shana's social battery low y'all. So we can't fuck with her today. Or, like, don't, y'all, act right, because, like, she could snap any minute, and it's like, I could if I want to. If I want to, I would. Shit. (laughs) So, with that being said, literally, I would say if alienating has to be a choice, I think that comes with the judgment of well, what did they experience? How much did they experience? Oh, this is what they experienced? Okay. I can understand from their point of view why. And why is best fit they decided to hermit themselves? Why did they decide to just go ghost? You know? Now, I believe there's an episode on Catfish where someone was like a manic ghoster which I don't think there's an official term for it but it was more like this person like goes ghost quite frankly quite 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 often and more often to the point where it's just kind of like they can't help but do it and then I guess like for them actually I don't think it was catfish I think it was actually uh, an article I read. I don't think it was BuzzFeed. It may have been... I feel like it was probably Huff Puff, if I'm not mistaken. One or the other. But literally, like, how they were talking about, like, damn, like, you know, they go so much to the point where, like, they kind of have to retract their steps and kind of have to explain themselves to certain people. And turns out something it had to do with some trauma they dealt with um and you know having to address that trauma and then thankfully like apparently like one of the days they have ghosted is now their spouse you know and i say that because of the fact that like ghosting can come from trauma it can come from feeling neglected feeling abandoned i say that for myself and The reason why, like, I can say for myself I felt so comfortable and I feel so comfortable being alone and, like, isolating myself from people is because of the fact that, like, yeah, I've been plenty abandoned from quite a few friends in my lifetime. I've either dealt with falling outs, I've dealt with, you know, being replaced in friendships, I dealt with even, like, some friends, like, trying to sabotage me in ways in which, like, oh, I can't really fuck with y'all, or us not being in the same school or homeroom is the only way where, like, you can't touch me, bitch. Can't touch this. Da, na, 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 
nothing that can't touch this, you know, type shit. And I'm not, like, talking about anybody in particular. I'm literally describing, like, that's what my friendships have been like through most of my life. I would say that's what my friendships have been like for, like, what, 25 years of my life? 24 years of my life? Let's say 24. Yeah. I'm going to say 24. (laughs) Maybe 24 and a half. Like, for real. And I would say up until my Jupiter return was when I probably, like, absolutely was like, oh, I can't just deal with these people anymore you know even 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 this year i'm still appalled to damn there's still some people i gotta let go shit all right (laughs) you know and for me it really just comes with then that's the negative i would say that kind of you know had me understand why and really kind of be accepting of alienating and ghosting because I would even say I would say the positive to that really is just kind of like I've been dealing with someone's energy and though I shared my energy with them And their energy has definitely affected and consumed me. I've definitely have taken that time to reflect. And even so dilute that energy to then kind of purge myself from it and release it from my own being. I think at the end of the day, and honestly, even at the beginning, I can say in regards to those relationships that I came into them being the person I always was, being very honest, being truthful, being very authentic, and whatever happened and changed over time, I can say that even though the like a lot of those relationships, I had been scarred I've I've been scaped scraped dragged you know kicking and screaming crying and throwing up that I it's not to say that like in each of those relationships I did not leave them as the same person as I came into them I left those relationships better more aware, more knowledgeable, smarter, mature, and truly just somebody that grew. Somebody that grew in the relationship, even if the relationship itself, we grew out of each other. I grew out of the relationship, they grew out of the relationship. Or, like, like I said, They found someone new, more interesting, that sparked their joy. And I was no longer that for them. You know what I mean? So, sometimes there has to be that acceptance of, hey, the jig is up, the time is up. It served its purpose. It served its time. Now I have to go my own way. Gotta go my own way. You know, we have to go about our own ways. We have to we have to go. We have to leave. We have to move in silence. There's always gonna be love and light. Even in the darkest moments of the relationships at the beginning, middle, end of the day. But that acceptance of we must move on, we must move forward, even that means we have to move away from each other. 
that is something that is so important that I don't think a lot of people yet understand what that really entails what that really means people get so fearful of what if this person forgets about me whether this person no longer cares about me what if this person and I think it's like if you don't already know that someone is going to fuck with you even if you move on and move forward without them in your life then what is the foundation of your friendship built on and is it sturdy enough is it strong enough to sustain any situation any means any distance I'm not one to really comment on long distance relationships but this could be an indication as to why long distance relationships either depend on the pairing depend on you know the people to see if it works or not and once again I'm not talking just romantic I'm talking even platonic so any type of long distance relationship whether it be familial platonic romantic or like once again even like internet friendships even and I'm thinking about an example I think about two examples of friendships one I think about Julian the Phantoms rest in peace because I know that show's not coming back to Netflix. But I'm thinking about Julie and the Phantoms and how Julie's homegirl, I don't remember her name, but she played uh, Celia in Descendants 3. And how you have to admit that Bestie was kind of toxic because it's just like one of those like victimizing besties like where your friend is moving up and they're moving out without you but you feel like you're getting left behind so you have to play the victim in order for them to come back down to your level for them to also carry you you know towards where they're going type shit like I know I'm not the only one that like kind of felt that way so it's that but the other example I also want to give that came to my mind is Bra City is the way that ooh I know it's not being Elena it's their names okay yeah I'm sorry I was like forgetting their character names for two seconds but but the way that Abby and Elena's like friendship still prevailed even as like Abby like what went to grad school and Elena was still in like New York and whatnot right and what I really love about that show and what I really love about that ending is because of the fact that like even though like they really came up together in a place like New York City a big wide world cityscape right but I I believe as far as I remember Abby deciding to go to grad school I believe somewhere in California or somewhere out west so thousands of miles and Elena in that sense she was kind of about to play the victimizing best friend like what about me like what about us like you know it, like literally it's giving joy what about us what about everything we went through you know it's giving that but and I can't remember off the top of my head what like she is doing but I believe Elena like probably like in a sense like in short found her calling once again I don't remember the specific job or career that she decided to go to or go through but it, it really did seem as though that like Elena's calling's in New York and she knows that Abby knows that Elena knows that like there is still a lot there for her where she's at in terms of growth in terms of expansion in terms of whatever crazy shit she wants to get herself into but Abby knowing that she wants to definitely go down the path of being like an artist and you know that is her goal and she just wants to make that a reality in any way she can 
there was a mutual understanding and respect that hey I have my own path that I want to go on and I know that you have your own path and even if that's here I know that you can definitely come up and definitely expand and there's so much work that you can do you have done you're able to do and I think you know yes distance makes heart grow fonder but we have to make sure that we are growing in the ways that we are supposed to that we are meant to that is so authentic to us right I always say and I don't know if I mentioned this verbatim on the podcast where there are certain friendships where I may not see or talk to this person for months at a time but sure from social media from small check-ins every now and then before there is like a big one that sometimes we'll do once a month every other month maybe even once a season you know it's those like we have grown in our own ways but we have definitely grew to where we are still aligned with each other even if it's on different paths and I can super say and state in regards of the hermit the hermit that chooses to go on his own path to ascend to grow while still every now and then however often it needs to participate in life and experiences that is the hermit that hey yeah you should be friends with or that is the hermit that's okay to be friends with that's the hermit that is honestly most welcoming to be friends with now obviously if there is a hermit that is being very discreet deceitful that is ghosting and alienating for I'm gonna say for I don't want to say for selfish reasons because like sometimes you have to do selfish things for the good of yourself but once again for very wrongful reasons once again some someone's own right to be by themselves or choose not to display information could be a wrong could, could feel wronged by someone else but I but what I'm trying to say like if you are having the intention of being dishonest and being praying someone then you ain't want to do all that like basically if you go and play victim and not really take account of like your shit you know kind of gaslight yeah it's just we don't want that we don't want that we don't want that right right so what i say to y'all in regards to that i think what i can really say and ask y'all to do is check your codependency not even your codependency but check your dependency in general are you independent enough to provide for yourself to thrive for yourself by yourself even you know i know with this day and age in the economy is tough like you know i'm not talking about like oh like can you live on your own pay your own rent no i'm like literally like are you able to are you disciplined enough are you capable of sustaining for your own self for your own being even if you happen to have a dog a pet a child like you you're sustainable enough to where it's like oh i could take care of someone else if i if i wanted to but i don't need to type shit right 
or are you dependent on other people? Are you dependent that even being alone is the best thing for you? Like I said, I don't mind being alone. But being lonely? Having that fear of loneliness? Being frightful of that? That is something I never really want to get to a point of experiencing. So, once again, there, there, there are positive and negatives to alienating and ghosting oneself. There are positive and negatives to like solitude, but once again, there has to be, there has to be a balance of them, for sure, for sure. I mean, let's let's look at our fellow Virgos, for instance. Let's look at Beyonce and Zendaya, both are prime examples of Virgos that keep their personal business and personal lives to themselves when absolutely necessary. And granted, have definitely definitely cultivated their lives as such to where they are not being bothered. But everyone's name still like everyone still got their names in their mouth nonetheless. And anytime they do pop out of their, like, hermit crab shell, anytime they do step out, oh, yes, we are eating it all up. Oh, yes, Beyonce, eating all the tour videos up. Oh, yes, Zendaya, eating all the campaigns up. You're serving us and leaving no crumbs. Thank you for the scrumptious, delicious meal. What is the division of 64? Eight. So, there is perfect prime examples of that, of hermoning, of being someone even in the public eye, but keeping so much to your own, like having that privilege. And honestly, it is a privilege to have your personal life be private. As a famous person. Even in the status of where I'm at right now. I am at a point where. And I've been definitely at a point where it's like. I don't really let people know what's going on. I stopped posting. Live on social media. Like what I'm doing. With the exception of sometimes Snapchat. Because personally. I don't need y'all to know what I'm always up to. I will post the videos and whatever after the fact. Because truly, honestly, sometimes it's like I don't really have that time to post or mentally I'm not really in the space to post. Right? So truly... Let this be said, not everyone needs to know what you're doing when you're doing, especially with all these data, like the the data shit and the precise location stuff. Like ladies, this is like ladies femps, especially like be careful. That's part of a reason why I personally don't go about posting shit live when I'm doing it. You know? Like, even if I'm on vacation, if I happen to have a connection, I'll post one thing on my close friends list. And that's the thing. I would really only post on my close friends list. And even then, it's not like many people are responding from the close friends list anyway. But that's what I say for myself. I state for myself, at least, that... I decided not to really let people know what I'm up to. Kind of helps keep people on their toes. And not to necessarily keep people off track, but it's like not everybody needs to be on track with everything on my life. 
I don't need to tell everyone my business. That's the thing that, like, particularly why I had to detox from Facebook and Instagram because the amount of honestly oversharing. And trust me, I myself used to overshare a lot. Like, I used to tell people my business all the fucking time. And, yeah, I definitely, like, these last few years have been so much better about it. Even to the point where it's like, yeah, no, I kind of kept information from people. And it kind of took, like, a little teetering. Sometimes just an opportunity to present itself for me to, like, tell people, like, what is up. My move is merely just because of the fact that I'm just like, if y'all want to help me get to this, then like help me out. Help us this out. Otherwise, like, you know, I know people are like all like, you know, talking to me about it and stuff and everything. And I'm going to be completely honest. Like half my friends won't even know that I move. I can't even call them friends. Half of these acquaintances, I'm not going to know when I move. Like people are not going to know when I'm moving. Who, who who I want to let know when I'm moving is going to know. Everybody else is not going to find out until literally I make a post about it. Until literally I decide to just be like, <laughs> you know, da-da-da-da-da, at da-da-da-da-da. And they're going to be like, girl, you moved? And it's like, yeah. And they're going to be like, when? And I'm like, There. And they're gonna be like, oh my god, but we never got to hang out. We never got to say goodbye. Well, well, you didn't, you didn't check in. You didn't check in. You didn't keep up. Like, I'm not gonna disclose information to just anyone. I'm tired of doing that. I'm tired of, like, giving people shit that they don't even really they don't they don't really make note on seriously like for real like I'm being fucking for real so truly and honestly like y'all y'all don't gotta post everything online nobody really needs to know everything about you these parasocial relationships from social media are fucking crazy because you have to realize you don't really know a person unless like y'all have established the grounds of your relationship once again establishing the foundation of your relationship if your relationship was based on fucking one topic and you can't talk about anything else but that one thing, then, baby, that's all your relationship is based on. So when the conversation runs out, like the episode of fucking Darwin and fucking the episode with, like, Darwin and Gumball from Amazing World of Gumball where, like, they apparently ran out of things to talk about, it's just, like, one of those things to be, like, either y'all gotta get comfortable sitting in silence together or y'all gotta accept and realize that, like, Dang, we really don't fuck with each other heavy like that. We really don't talk about anything else. We really don't have anything else in common. And that's okay. That's alright. But I can say for me that I am not going to give And I stopped giving people, I stopped giving a lot of people, I stopped giving almost everyone that much access to my life. Because they don't need that. They don't. Not everyone needs that for me, and I don't need to give that to everyone. Not everyone is going to be a good communicator, and... So if ghosting and alienating and isolating, like having to separate myself from a situation has to happen, then golly, 
It has to happen out of respect. Out of respect for oneself and out of respect for, you know, the situation is just, just not going to come up to be anything else. And that's okay. Being in solitude can be a great thing. If one is willing to be in peace in said solitude by oneself. But if you don't understand, or really if you don't peep where dependency lies and how rampant that could be, whether you are dependent on other people, you codependent as fuck, or you just say I N D E P E N D E N T, do you know what I mean? Mm hmm. There's so many ways of hermiting that are so helpful, but also can be harmful. Once again, look at Zendaya and look at Beyonce. Do you want to be on that level of hermits? People that are so world known, like internationally known, internationally loved. And yet, when you actually see them as themselves, you can tell and peep and see, not only are they still leaders, because let's also talk about the lantern that the hermit has. The hermit, in some way, is a leader. They're leading down their own path. They're treading down their own path regarding, they're tr once again, they're blazing a trail. But also... They know when to hand the rings to someone else. They know to give credit when it's due. They know when to take a step back and be a student instead of a teacher. I can say for myself, at least, in regards to this like past like school year slash season, that I definitely learned a lot from my students. I definitely learned a lot in regards of how I was teaching, ways I was teaching, adjustments I had to make along the way with teaching. If you truly are a student of life, you would never be afraid and never be defensive and never truly be a reversed hermit to where... You think you know everything, and yet you are deceptive to learn anything. Meaning that you are deceptive of gr truly growing and truly blossoming, truly blooming. You are deceptive of being enlightened, and yet you think that your upside-down lantern and the reversal is going to stay lit? Bitch, no. Hell no. The wax is going to take that fucking light out quicker than the phases of the moon. So, with that being said at the end of the day be like Beyonce and Zendaya <laughs> or at least like peep what they're doing and see if that works for you I mean hey it may not some people some people some people are gonna be the codependent some people are gonna be victims some people are just meant to play that shit unfortunately until they choose to want to, like, no longer be that. To grow out of that. So, with that being said, I know I usually end episodes with affirmations or journal prompts. But as of right now, I think the main prompt in itself is just to sit with oneself. Be content with oneself. 
spend time with oneself. And honestly, the only assignment I can say is know who you are when you're by yourself and understand who you are around certain people that you are with. And wonder, am I this version of myself when I'm with this person or these group of people, even when I'm by myself? Because I feel like in some ways, if you can't be even a percentage of the person you are when you're around people, there is some work that needs to be done to the self. And I mean, understandably, like, attitudes change depending on who you're around. But, once again, there needs to be such a presence and consciousness of, like, I'm aware that I'm acting like this because I'm around this person. And I'm okay with why I'm acting this way. Or I can tell that I've been acting this way. Like, I've been acting hostile. I've been acting defensive. Why is that? Let's unpack that. Because that's not really me. So why am I acting like this? You know? Hmm. So I will leave that assignment just a reflective type ship. And once again, I thank anyone and everyone who has been listening thus far anyone that just joined on this recently continue to follow me on my social medias that are listed in the description as of now I'm going to call it a hiatus but once again if even in the midst of this hiatus I decide not to return so I decided to put an end to this podcast because I decided to return to myself and what, even in the midst of what my priorities may have been organized later on, that the podcast no longer fits. I do appreciate all of you for listening. Thank you so much. And just thank you for literally being here on these past episodes and on this episode of Dragon Ball Spirituality. Thank you so much. And just like when I used to work for the Mouse House, it's not goodbye, it's see you soon. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da.